This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for being here. I've got my special monthly guest, Ryan Marquardt, the incredible manifester astrologer. Um, We're here to talk about June already, which is just, I don't even know what to say about that. When I was like, we're prepping the June episode. This is, (laughs) this is ridiculous. I still feel like I'm like, I'm one of my biggest memories in recent memory is um, this New Year's. <laughs> right? It's such a good New Year's Eve. <laughs> I'm still living in it. <laughs> and now it's like, it's about to be June. What? No, no. That's just wild. I know it is. So you're you're going to have a birthday in the near future because you are a Gemini. We're, we're moving into Gemini season. I know. It's on my, the new moon in Gemini. <gasps> it's on my sign. And my birthday technically is the 16th. New moon's on the 18th. But my solar return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your real birthday. is basically like on the 17th, right before this new moon. Heck yeah. So, so technically I'm going to have that balsamic moon in my solar return. But that's a, oh my that's a very like magical thing you know so love see everything he's saying right now i'm like this is why you have to book with him because he knows all he knows all the things no it's so it's so special i'm like i don't know you're just so good you're so good (laughs) and i want to i wanted to hope shush um i wanted to talk about because my episode of clairnoyance came out yesterday yeah got to listen to it i was cracking up because i was like when the hell did we record this? You know, as I'm like listening and, um, but, but the thing that I said, I go, I'm, I'm going to say this for when we hit record. Cause I want to say it to you. I did mention this on my, um, new moon beauty rituals episode that came out yesterday, but I was like, I oftentimes don't give myself any credit. And I go, I'm listening back. Ryan, Ryan sends me the little snippet of like, plug yourself at the end of the episode that you always do when you have a guest on a podcast. And I was like, well, I have these classes that are going to come out and uh, working on a course and getting my dot com. All these things have happened. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is this is the part that I'm like, I can't be the only person guilty of this. I know some people are way better at celebrating, you know, the things that they do, but I'm definitely not. It's always just like, what haven't I done, you know, and how how far away from my goals, I guess, am I? And so it was so nice, one, just to listen back. We had such a fun conversation. I had such a good time talking to you and Megan, laughing our asses off. And also, I mean, I always get a little bit like spicy for me. I think the way people are used to hearing me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she, you know, yeah, she was, she was saying some things. Um, and that was fun. Um, so I can't wait to go back, come back on and do again with you guys. But yes. uh, but it was just it was just cool to to hear it and hear yourself that far out because normally I'm on the I'm on the end that's just like delivering the information and to be be the part, you know, on the side that's like I'm getting asked the questions and be like, wow, that you've actually you've done you've done a few things, you know, it just felt really good. It felt really good. It should feel good for you. And I think it's actually like a really cool testament to a um abracadabra, speak it into existence. Yeah. Like for you you said it, you did it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you put those words out there. That's magic. But also that recording was in November. Okay. So now six months uh-huh. later, which uh-huh. astrologically the six month timeline is yep. the manifestation timeline. So yep. yeah. 
And that's <laughs> and that's literally it. what I was saying yesterday on this new moon episode. I go, this is why I stress so hard at the new moons. I'm like, write these things down, get really serious because it really is a six month cycle till we reach that the full moon that we're recording yeah. literally right now on the new moon in Taurus. But it's like in six months time, we'll have a full moon in Taurus during Scorpio season. And that's when the culmination. So it's so I had a feeling I was like, I think this was sometime in Scorpio season when we recorded this. And how funny that, you know, we've we've passed that Scorpio full moon. And, and I feel like it's so important, like, because it, yes, like, and I've, I keep seeing more and more posts. It's so funny. I don't know if you're seeing any of this, but like, uh, it's so weird. The amount of people that are doing, like, they're not in astrology or anything like this either. They're mm -hmm. just like, six months are going to go by whether you put in that time or do that work or mm -hmm. not. It's going to have mm -hmm. that six months is going to come and go or not. Or those people who are like, you know, detach from your friends, stop going out, don't do anything. Just give yourself six months to do that one thing that you're thinking about right now. Six months, that's it, you know, and then watch what happens. Six months is all mm -hmm. it's going to take. I'm like, how weird that everybody's talking about this six month timeline all of a sudden, which is a magical timeline. It really yeah. is. You can change your freaking life in six months time if you really put in the effort into something like everybody knows this. It's yeah. so funny that I'm just seeing that and now like realizing also that, yeah, it was six months ago. Like, uh, that. And you're I like, love you're it. proud of this. Like, because now I'm like, what do I, where do I want to be six months from now? Which, you know, that'll be the end of this year. Where do I want to be? What do I want to say yeah. 2022, 2023 did for me? And honestly, yes. I guess to all your listeners too, it's like, we're at that halfway point right now. So yeah. how has this year been so far? Because I'm already sitting here thinking... My last memory is New Year's. So what did I do the last six months? I mean, I've done a lot, but but now really, like, if you think about it right now, like you got six yeah. months left. <laughs> yeah. Get, take doing that take stock. Like you you you're halfway through. What what have you done in the first half? What are we gonna do in the second half? And that's a really great point to be like, we're gonna be at the end of the year before you know it, and you're gonna be like, What was my 2023? So let's get serious you know mm -hmm. and like i said we're we're recording june but this is we're recording on the taurus new moon gate eight um talked a lot about all of that so um and the thing with gate eight which we would have talked about on our last episode is like this is like speaking what he just said speaking these things into existence it's like getting excited about it and really just like yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna put it out there um but i'm also gonna put I'm going to put the effort behind it too. That's always like mm -hmm. super key, you know, anyway. So, that, and I think that's a huge part of June, to be honest. It's one thing I was going to make a theme, but I didn't. So I'll just briefly state that is there's yeah. so much Gemini and Leo energy happening. Gemini, the communicator, your thoughts, mm -hmm. your words matter, but then there's so much Leo energy, which is that focused action. So yes, that fi fixed fire. It's like, well, Right, stoke the yeah. fire and stay like, mm, yeah, stay and cancer to be honest. Yeah. It's really funny because cancer is squished in between them, but that's that emotional, like, intent that you're like, I got, I got like a passion for this as well that's coming from within, like, yeah. really like feeling myself into this. I love the Gemini, Cancer, Leo interplay, those three signs together. Mm -hmm. Beautiful that this is like a big part of June so funny yeah love it well let's let's talk then let's go get into all the transits of june and we've got we've got a handful of you know talking points so and and of course all the human design you know gates my little my little input with that but i'm gonna let ryan ryan take it away 
Um, yeah. So I feel like the month is really like a kind of like first half, second half almost vibe. It was like kind of hard to figure out the themes, but um, we got a few. We got a few of them. Um, the first one really kicks off June one. So hopefully you're listening to this. <laughs> but it's like I actually felt good putting this as a theme because it it tones the month. Then, um, mm-hmm. it really does. Jupiter just moved into Taurus. Um, which Yay. you would know if you listened to last month's episode. Yep. Very exciting. But like, I think you know it takes it's an adjustment energy mm-hmm. like i'm not fully feeling it myself right now i mean it's only been a few days but uh it's like i don't know june 1st jupiter is going to join the north node at three degrees of taurus that is a really wonderful once in every 12 year i'm just moment. like yum yes it's yes it's so delicious so i'm excited about that i feel like that's when we're really going to feel like we know what this Jupiter and Taurus storyline means collectively, but also personally. Um, it tends to be like a very big time. Jupiter and Taurus in general tends to be a really big time for like peace and prosperity. People are feeling a little more grounded and rooted in their lives, but also there's usually good things growing, um, often financial as well. Like markets tend to bloom during um, Jupiter and Taurus. And so with the North Node there, the funny thing is, you know, North Node can be a little challenging because it's like our growth point um, mm-hmm. and what we're trying to increase. So it's like, how do we how do we incorporate more of this right now, which inherently is a little stressful to like try and grow into it. But um, it, I think it's going to clearly show that pretty much that whole first week of June, like they're conjunct. Um, but it really is mm-hmm. exact June 4th, June 1st. Um we'll just probably be shown, you know, like, what do we need to invest ourselves in a little more? Like, where do we really put those roots down? We might have our, like, a bunch of flower pots that we're planting things in, but then, like, you know, be shown very clearly that, like, okay, well, these aren't sprouting. That one's killing it. So let me, like, nurture that. Maybe even plant more of those or something. You know, like, we're focusing in a little bit on really where we can get the bang for our buck. Because Jupiter, yeah, it multiplies, it expands us, it does all those things. But in Taurus, it's a little more like, all right, but, like, focus focus you know like like your expansion is going to come through that like slow and steady growth i always use i literally was you took the words out of my mouth i was like slow and steady growth for that taurus i like thousand percent it's weird like i like it's not that jupiter doesn't like taurus like um but i like i have jupiter and taurus natally it's a weird placement to work with that growth potential i don't really tend to get like those big breaks that jupiter can bring it's not Mm -hmm. like this all of a sudden big boom it's really that like diligent slow and steady effort jupiter and taurus is funny because it's like it's the green thumb like you got a good placement literally for growing plants so i always kind of refer to it in like plant metaphors Mm -hmm. (laughs) but -hmm. the funny thing for me is like the past four i'm not doing it this year but like the past four years i started really growing plants and I would like I'm like such a like I don't want to do a starter plant I want to do like seed all yeah. the way to finish yeah. like I really want to see that process through and I sucked at it like but I progressively <laughs> got better like year uh-huh. after year after year I got better and like last year the, I had a good of, amount of plants just like thriving and it's because of that day in day out attention I learned more Jupiter you gotta learn yeah. like and I like would you know i bought misters i would mist the indoor plants i'd like move them around and like get the sunlight right like i learned more year after year and i eventually was tending to them day in day out which is the only way 
they're going to grow, which is literally, I think, the point of this is like, I just, growth, you yes, <laughs> yes, I love, but I mean, what, what a great sort of visualization for that to be like from seed all the way. And, and that you're like, this wasn't just one season. This has been multiple seasons going on and all of the time, attention, care, nurturing. So the nurturing that is the gate that this is happening in. It's a sacral gate, gate 27. And it's line two. It's like, so this is about nurturing and caring for others. So sacral is sustainable energy that will that can go the long haul. And it really is about caring and and I keep saying nurturing, but it really is. It really is that it's like nur nurturing, nourishing, you know, tending to growing something over time. Mm. Oh, I love that. And it's like, it's funny because there's an interesting, like, in general, this month, good, there's some good Taurus and Cancer interplay mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Those two signs really align in there. Like, does, yes. like, they both like family and nurturing. And so yep. it's, I think that's like a very just expands on that point for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, always it's like, well, what house, house in your astrology chart is this happening in where you're like, what am I nurturing? You know? So it's like really, really zeroing in and focusing on that. And it's like, oh, wow. I mean, using myself, for instance, ninth house, it's like, absolutely, you know, teaching, writing, broad, you know, like all the things that I want to be getting out is absolutely what I'm wanting to nurture like crazy and am nurturing and showing up yeah. on a daily basis to do exactly that. So it's like, hey, she putting in the work, you know? Yeah. yeah you can yeah, focus your intention so well when you know this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's just it's kind of frustrating because I'm like, I wish that I could get those big Jupiter benefits like all the time, but it's just not in my natal chart to like mm -hmm. really capitalize on that stuff sometimes, like I guess maybe, but like mm -hmm. in general, it's not going to work out that way. Um, but it really, yeah, when you focus in on it, like that, it's so funny because my Taurus is my fourth house. So home, mm -hmm. yep. home, family. And these are house plants that I've been nurturing yeah. for years, right? Yeah, yeah. And now this year, I'm not doing plants. So I'm like, where is that energy getting funneled? And how bizarre that I'm really honestly considering a move, like really yeah. like, like trying to figure out the home life stuff. Like where am I rooted right now? Quite yeah. literally, phys physically, geographically. Yeah. Um, that matters. Same thing. And I got, oh I'm trying to do it by the books. I'm trying yeah. to like not make an impulsive move, you yep. know, like or anything. I'm really looking at it, looking at selling my stuff off, being resourceful with what I have, mm -hmm. Taurus thing. I think that's actually a really big part of this theme too, in general for Taurus and North Node coming together is understanding what resources you already have that you can use to your benefit. That is so Taurus. It's like, yeah. yes, it likes money. It likes resources. It likes to store things. It likes, likes to have nice things. But it's about the gratitude and the appreciation of what you already have. So really looking at that, respecting it, um, kind of like giving, like if you have more than you need, giving it away, I think, to like people who maybe could use that resource well or trying to upcycle or recycle any resources yep. you have that you could use yeah. in a new way. That stuff is really like the magic. Um, and then you get more of like what you need. Um, mm -hmm. You're already making do with what you have. Yes, thousand percent, right? Gratitude makes what you have enough. And and again, that 27 to be able to like share it with people. That's a tribal, you know, energy that's like, mm -hmm. here, let me, I I have I've got my back scratched. Let me let me help scratch yours. And you're making space for for more to come in for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. There's some cool things that I think that oh, oh sorry. No, go ahead. 
I think like collectively there will be some cool things that this brings. Like Jupiter tends to bring like good, good like market growth in general. So like we'll probably see some like interesting. Um, I don't know what it would be like, but it's been like agriculture in the past a lot with tourists, mm-hmm. like the things mm-hmm. that grow up the earth. Like we see a lot of advancements with farming and technologies for farming, which has been good because it's helped like cure like food deserts and and like hunger issues. Which yay! But then there's also you know Jupiter can exaggerate or overdo it as well and so we've also like kind of like screwed up some soil um i know that's a weird thing but like i actually like i'm weirdly like kind of like a soil uh geek (laughs) and like i like we really mess up soil with like our crop rotation um because Mm -hmm. we we started planting in these really massive fields one crop at a time and it just rips the soil of nutrients so we're learning now shoot, we need more crop diversity, right? Like, so that's more of like, I think where we should be investing ourselves. But um, yeah. like, I don't know, like the internet has boomed before with this, but then we also it, it like uh, the bubble bursts as yeah. well sometimes. So like that happened with the dot-com bubble, the bubble that's currently growing is the housing market, right? So like, I'm not saying it's just gonna burst the housing market bubble on June 1st or something, but that might happen over this this year. And that's yeah. something to pay attention to, which could honestly be good for the buyer, right? Like it's not good for that market, but like right now it's terrible right now to find a home. So it could be a good thing ultimately um, mm-hmm. for many people. Um, that was an interesting one. I thought it's worth paying attention to because it's going to square Pluto in Aquarius as well. Right. So like that's an interesting, there's some weird things going on with this Jupiter and Taurus or Jupiter North Node conjunction in Taurus. The square to Pluto at zero degrees of Aquarius is like a little tense. And I don't know what it's going to be, but that's where it's like um, when Neptune was in Aquarius is when at and there was a square from Jupiter in Taurus mm-hmm. to Neptune in Aquarius. That's when there was like the um, dot com bubble burst. Oh, so okay. that that one I found interesting. And I'm like, I don't know what this will bring. It could bring a bubble burst, you know, like that. So it could. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably something that's a little like at capacity, I guess, you know, and Jupiter's or yeah. Pluto might be like, gotta, gotta purge this, you know, well, growth. Right, right. And the, the gate, we talked about this because, you know, obviously Pluto is hanging out here for a long time, but it's like as it as it does this whole dance between Aquarius and Capricorn back and forth in, in its retrograde, it's in gate 60 and 60 is that root gate that's the gate of limitation. That's like, is it time or not? Is it, you know, like the old versus the new? And, you know, because it spans those two signs, it's a very interesting like push pull. It's a, it's a gate that can be prone to melancholy, um, you know, sort of like. I want to be, I want to be doing the thing, but it's not time yet, or the circumstances aren't, aren't correct yet, or, you know, whatever. So it's, it's just, just very interesting little flavor to, to this, this transit. I think so too. And like, I guess just like good, keep going with the elemental like thing real quick. It's like Taurus is so about the roots and the soil. So mm-hmm. like, for me, it's like, if something's rotting and it's like, this doesn't for me feel like, you know, how you prune the dead leaves off of a plant like that could be like a like way to make this happen like new growth can come by like getting rid of the dead leaves but that's so like on the plant that's already grown this feels more like is the soil rotten is the root rot you know yes. in the plant? or pluto and aquarius is like is the air wrong is it too hot where right. you're keeping that plant right now is the humidity right like what's you know the, the i don't know like there's something where it feels like it's very above and very below it's not the, the 
problem with the plant. So like the dream, like that's not the problem. It's like mm. where it's the fertilization, but then mm -hmm. the, that environmental aspect as well is so at play. Yeah. I'm like thinking for you, like that fourth housing where you're like, are you literally rooted in the right place? Have you looked at I your know. astro cartography for this? I have. <laughs> so, yeah, side I note, have. side note, for I people know. that don't know what that is, it's like the, there's the astrology of place where you can, where you can look at where, where places that are good for you. So anyway, we won't go into that, but you know, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's like, because Aquarius is community too. And it is, that's a big yeah. part of like the atmosphere, the community yeah. is like not kind of working for me right now and yeah. making the home life rot a little bit. Right. It's like so the, my, the, my, my roots don't have anywhere to like, you know, yeah, they're not thriving because they're, they're not, my, my roots the, aren't thriving. You get, yeah. You get the nutrients in the soil from other plants, right? Yeah. There's the community yeah. of network there. Yes. I don't have that community in the air. So right. I don't right. know. It's not, it's not here. So yeah, uh, yeah it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Again, this <laughs> is people, this is why you got to learn all your stuff. Cause then it's like, you're just going to yeah. know things from all of it and derive meaning from everything. But anyway, so we've got, so we've got that, that North node conjunct Jupiter, like we said, squaring up with Pluto. Um, and then what, then what oh, do we the have? We move on to the full, moon. the full moon too. Yeah. Well, yeah. With that. Yeah. Which is, part of this theme i guess like there's the full moon on june 3rd so like that first week of june is pretty like really packed with some like heavy hopping energy mm -hmm. yeah because the full moon is a full moon in sagittarius which sagittarius is ruled is by ruled jupiter <laughs> yeah so so it's like a big it's a big time um so big yeah, big big moon. being the operative word right because it is big, big energy jupiter is jupiter sag um, big energy yeah and this is weird because it's like sagittarius and taurus like what like oh that's a strange yes combo. yes <laughs> like little ping -kongs, like a little wonky yeah. yeah yeah it's awkward it's awkward energy um and it's but it's it's like a pretty good full moon and mm -hmm. like very high energy i would say like i think people could be feeling very restless like because you know of that rooted feeling and like trying to like really be patient in, in this torian yeah. way we're seeing the benefit of that but like also like the heart i don't know it's like we're feeling like i gotta like make something happen i want to do something so you gotta like channel this like kind of fun i fun energy that you have into something that can be productive um it's gemini season so like embracing new ideas the Jupiterian influence is like almost like taking the Gemini energy to a higher level, I think, than Gemini normally would go, mm -hmm. um, where it's like more philosophical, more spiritually inclined, like getting very inspired. Uh, synchronicities again might be lining up. Those signs from the universe might be happening because that's a very like Sagittarius thing. It feels like almost like, um, what's the book? the alchemist a little bit like that mm. it's like or you know where there's like this like it's a kid book like it's very like youthful which is a very tourist thing like um or like the celestine prophecy if anybody's read that i love that book but like it's all about following signs and the celestine prophecy has so much to do with the earth actually and like signs from the earth that you're getting um where i don't know there's like this like much you're finding so much spiritual meaning and things right now yeah. this would be a good one to learn about like the spiritual meanings of like herbs i would even say like what Ooh. are you what like teas are you drinking maybe you know like and getting some inspiration from that sort of stuff i love that well and jupiter is all about you know optimism and expansion and and the wisdom you know that you you 
derive from looking up and outside of yourself, you know, like the, the bigger picture, um, this full moon is going to be in human design gate five. So when you said that about the T's, I was like, that, that kind of like piqued my interest because five is such a funny, I think it's a funny one for being a Sagittarius gate. It's about rhythms and rituals, but it's very much connected to, um, the earth and, you know, like basically this, the sun rises and the sun sets every day. And we have this natural like rhythm that mm. rolls through life. And again, like we were talking about at the beginning, I'm like, I'm waiting to hear what you say. Cause you know, like, this is the culmination of the new moon in Sagittarius from six months prior. And it'd be like, you know, well, what's going on in your life that you are focusing your attention, sacral gate coming, you know, again, that sustainable energy. What do I have the sustainable energy that I'm excited about doing that is like the routines and the rhythms and the rituals and all the lovely things that I can do day in and day out that are really going to help me grow, you know? I feel like this is so about like, like finding a little more of that bigger meaning in the little stuff, like in those think, rhythms, right? I think so you might have knocked your mic. I can't oh, hear you sorry. as well. Oh, shoot. Oh, my bad. I, how did that happen? Oh, it was my, the cord. My bad. Um, it, it, I think it's like about um, finding like a bigger meaning in the yeah. little stuff. Oh, um, like beautiful. Because of that routine, right? Like uh -huh. it's like these are things we do in day in and day out, day in, day out. When you were saying that rhythm routine, like that made me think just combining the beautiful spiritual energy of Sagittarius with Taurus, where it's like, I feel like a good thing to do with this. Yeah, tea and finding meanings in that, right? Herbs, but like blessing your food, like not to go like yeah. Christian with it or whatever, but it's just that idea of like putting the intention in a, something, yeah. saying like, let this be healthy for me, let it sustain me, give me energy. Thank you to the person that made this, the gratitude yes. practice, like yes. whatever. Like, I think that is such a simple thing. That you can absolutely just, what's it gonna do negative <laughs> like right, nothing. It's gonna right be a very great time of just like enjoying what you have those resources yes. at your disposal right there are really to the maximum benefit that jupiter maximum influence you know like absolutely I, that's totally how what i'm gonna do i'm gonna make june a month where i'm blessing anything i'm taking in my body <laughs> you know i love I, it yeah yeah that's such a oh. tourist thing too, is like that recognition of the body in general. You know? Yes. Like recognition that, of the body. Physical boundary. To and, spirit, and what you, which is <laughs> totally. And, and the, and the tangible things, it's like, oh, thank you for like all the hands that, that brought these strawberries to my fridge that I get to cut up now and wash and, and eat, you know, like, and, and it's a physical, tangible thing that's going in my physical, tangible body. And, you know, but I'm seeking the higher wisdom in, in all of this. Yeah. And maybe there's like with the, you know, just knowing Pluto's interplay here with the community vibe and that being like part of the gate. It's like, I don't know, maybe there's like a nice, like, have a meal with your friends, like get like some people together and do like a whole little thing and have everybody say something they're grateful for. It's like, why are, yeah. why not have a Thanksgiving moment right yes. now? Like, yes. <laughs> Which Thanksgiving happens during Sagittarius season. So why not? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> right? There it is. That, yeah, that's totally it. Oh my totally. God. Okay. Cool. 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 So then, then we move on oh and we've got Venus moving yeah. to Leo. Yes, that happens on June 5th. This is important. Um, it'll become more important. It'll probably be a bigger theme next month. Mm -hmm. um, but like, it's important because it's going to be in there until October 9th, June 5th, 
until October 9th. Because of a retrograde. Yes. So the retrograde won't start until July. So that'll be like a July theme. We'll definitely, that'll probably be like the theme. Um, Well, there's a couple big things in July, actually. But um, yeah, this is like a time. Honestly, it's nice. Like for June, we get like the benefits of it. Like toward the end of June, Venus is going to enter the pre-retro shadow you know mm-hmm. so like whatever i won't even get that technical but like eh, this is good like use the benefits of this i think for the most part where it's like any venusian theme which is love relationships money um creativity um, getting pretty yeah i got yes beauty i'm like that's, yes. that's so venus and leo hi yeah because <laughs> yeah. leo yeah leo knows what it has that it can use to its benefit and so it is like let me expand on my like the best parts of me you know Mm -hmm. and like capitalize on that venus might invest in that like if you i don't know like love getting your nails done you might get the best nails done you've ever had this month you know i don't know yeah (laughs) um that's like not my vibe but like i i should probably like get some new clothes or something like i feel like i just wear the same hoodies day in day out like this would be a great time for me to be like let me get some fashion hoodies right (laughs) like honestly um but I like it. It's good. Like Leo, I would say, like they're to be careful of is the, the Mars is also in Gem- or in Leo at this point. So we're already kind of feeling ourselves in a type of way. Um, this is going to expand that energy, um, and it can go a little uh, haywire. Like Leo is ruled by the Sun, which is ego. So we can be and with so much mental energy with Gemini season playing, it can just be a little like we might be over overdoing ourselves in any situation i guess like over infusing us in from an ego sense into anything you know so making sure that like you're purposefully inserting yourself into life you know versus like just claiming space because you can you know for no real reason you know Mm -hmm. like doing it with leo rules the heart as well so Mm -hmm. like it's like about doing it from this heart-centered space like making sure that like you really have the innate passion for the things that you're spending your time doing um i think that's that's the most important part of it yeah yeah no that's so interesting and i know i was kind of when i was looking over this and i'm like maybe i'm gonna have to do a little venus retrograde episode just so people can again you know like what house where is this impacting you all of that stuff and then the gates that'll be involved because like you said it's gonna be venus will be in leo for a really long time this year for the fact that there is you know the normal period and then the retrograde so you know definitely a place to uh to marinate on we'll say that it is it is and it's like yeah i don't want to get too into the venus retrograde story because like honest to god like i actually think venus retrograde can be really nice like i i in leo especially like there's something about it that ends up becoming this process of self-love and you come out of it really loving yourself more usually through an adverse adversity (laughs) i was like what's the word um like something may make you challenge your self-worth or question yeah. that or something and that storyline is building in june you might not know what it's going to be like because like you're just going through life but like some as venus moves forward it will back up over things that it goes through in june so yeah. there may be a storyline that emerges in june that later gets revisited um so just for what that's worth but it's a good time to meet people a good time to put yourself out there it really is with both mars and venus there great for love and relationships having fun if you're single and you're trying to just do the hookup culture life like you're gonna got it 
if you're in a relationship, like it's just romantic. Like it's literally so like spending, like it's like you're just getting the most out of your days, taking drives, like like enjoying the sun. Yeah. Like I just feel like it's so nice, beautiful summer nights. Like that's how this feels. Like it's just yeah. so, even though I guess summer's coming, like technically, but Gemini, June always feels, feels like, like summer to me. Yeah. And Gemini we we talked like about summer. that before. It's same, same, yeah. same, same. Know you know, why. it's funny. Um, you you said like the storyline, you know, and it's like when it when it venus enters leo it's in gate 56 which is the storyteller and it's the retrospective like look back so it's kind of like interesting to i want to plant that seed in people's head now to be like okay there's going to be i mean there's always storylines but i'm just i'm tying some things together but it's sort of like you as the main character of your own life main character energy that's leo in a nutshell and so Mm -hmm. it's like all right let's think of this as like story we know we're gonna like you said we're gonna do a retrograde there's gonna be some sort of adversity we're gonna talk about the retrograde next month as well for for july because that's when this is all you know transpiring but we're just gonna be aware and again paying attention to the house that leo rules for you and be like what's what's gonna like I, I'm always just like the observation mode. It's just interesting to kind of have the ideas of what's happening and then and then let's let's wait and see, you know? Yeah. And I think just enjoying it, Leo is a fixed sign. So stay in the moment. Like I think mm-hmm. we can get really swept up and over romanticize things like at any point, like with like with Venus. Like it's just like such a fun energy, but like Venus gets all the way to the end of Leo. So like, I feel like Mm. it's going to feel like a quick energy and like, feel like this is progressing. This is progressing. It's moving forward. And like, it's good. Yay. So we're not maybe, I don't know. We might just be a little nonchalant about something and like, not really appreciating it as it's playing out. Um, And then like Venus is like, you know what? I'm not going to move into Virgo yet. I'm going to like back up and we're going to actually spend a few more months here. (laughs) It's like, Oh God. So like, I don't know, like I really understand like what you're putting yourself into like with this. Um, June's going to matter for that. Where where is your social love, beauty, energy focused, creative energy as well. Very creative. Very. That's probably one of the best things I think people are going to feel so creative playing around with your look. You know, I think people are going to do that. Yeah, I know. I'm like as a as a Leo Moon, Leo North known myself. I'm like the creativity, like the the what Leo has to offer there is just like I think oftentimes very underrated. You know, it's it's very powerful, very cool. Um, and we're gonna talk about more. What's that? And generous, I would and say that's very, like an underrated very, part of Leo. Like totally I, like, right, very generous, just so generous. So like I'm with Venus there. It is about the care for other people and just like yeah. being a little more willing to and happily willing to just like give of yourself with Mars there. You're motivated. You're kind of like willing to spend yeah. a little more time like yeah. to help people. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Um, And obviously we're going to talk more about this transit, you know, following in July, because that's when, when we will actually have the retrograde begin. So we'll address that again there, but the next up we've got June 11th. Yeah, I know. This is a weird theme. I was like, I don't, I think I just have to make this the theme. Yeah. It's just like a day to watch out for. Like, and it's like, you know, this is the specific day, but like a couple of days around this June 11th, it's just like this kind of almost midway point in the month where I think things really kind of switch up. Um, and it's a lot is happening on June 11th. It's just so, mar- a really so mark big your day. calendars, get in your iPhone, mark your yeah. calendar. It took me a minute to sit with this and be like, what's the theme? Like, cause you're look, you're synthesizing a lot of things happening yes. here. Yeah. And I just feel like, I feel like I've kind of got an idea, but you never, I don't know. You never know. Um, It's like, 
Okay, so Pluto is going to re-enter Capricorn on June mm-hmm. 11th, which has so, been in Aquarius, you know, since March 23rd. And- yes, and that's still gate 60. Now we move into line four. I was like, that was a note I wanted to make. We'll discuss. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big one. Cause like, you know, this little taste of Pluto and Aquarius is now over. It's going to mm-hmm. sit back in Capricorn for the rest of this year. And then in January, it'll get back into Aquarius. There's one more point at the very end of next year where it's going to briefly go back. Get Capricorn back in. But it's like, we're it. getting, yeah. we get this taste of the new, we get a taste of what's coming. And now it's like, back to the old, back to the yeah, old ways. Uh huh. Yeah. This, this revisitation energy yep. of like things that we thought we were done with. Yes. And it's weird. It's so and weird. old structures um, and old yes. the old status quo. Continue. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. And then you know Mercury is going to move into Gemini as well, which is great. Mercury loves Gemini. It rules Gemini. Um, but right before it does that, so Cap- Pluto moves back into Capricorn, right? Mercury is at the very end of Taurus, about to move into Gemini. So it makes this trine to Pluto in Capricorn because they're both uh, Earth, Earth signs. So trines like are positive. Pluto... Yeah, they are. It's like the second Pluto moves backwards, Mercury, planet of the mind, very conscious planet. It's like, oh, I remember this. You know, like there's mm-hmm. like Pluto is a very like unconscious planet, like very like you don't notice really those changes uh, with Mercury. Like it's like ding, ding, ding. Oh, that old friend, that that old theme. And then Mercury immediately after moves into Gemini. So it's like, let me switch signs now, which is then like stay open minded, stay curious, new solutions, new ideas. Like so the mind remembers something that's like the best way I feel like I can put this. It's like we recall this old storyline of pluto and aquarius or pluto and like like some sort of recovered memory yes from like the subconscious or something yes you're excavating something and it doesn't even need to be that long ago right like this is like pluto was sitting there like literally until like until march 23rd of this year so it could be like something just from like last year that you're like i remember dealing with that like interesting this is like back as a theme in my life now but you're like pretty like like open-minded i guess with like how do you handle this new or this old theme re-emerging um because of the move that mercury makes right after into gemini it's great um so i like that then on the same day still venus and leo is gonna make a square to jupiter and taurus which can bring up some like relationship issues like it can overdo it ultimately these are benefic planets and i even think with jupiter in any negative sort of alignment it it can you know have its negative effects but mm-hmm. i still think it eases things it's like we still see the benefit of working through this conflict or something so i do think like it can bring up a conflict but it's like a necessary conflict to have there's like a gentleness to working through it and like you see like this is actually like an important tension that's worth your time and attention you know so like mm-hmm. i again with like the re-emerging storyline that you're reminded of it might bring up this like older wound or something that you're like a relationship wound or self-love wound for all i know yeah i like a, an investment money wound a beauty wound right like i don't know like you might really might be like reminded of something that kind of got you down in the past that you thought mm-hmm. you moved past now mm-hmm. and this is going to bring it back up but i think you're seeing it as tension and you're because your solutions oriented with mercury moving into gemini you're like coming up with new ways of getting past this older thing at the same time to like normally i wouldn't care about the moon changing signs it changes signs every two and a half days but mm-hmm. on the same still june 11th day the moon moves from pisces to aries which is just like 
news cycle. Like, And for me, it's like, that's like, you know, moon is mood. In mundane astrology, which is what we're looking at, moon matters. Like, it just does. It's like, what's the day, that day's vibe? That day's vibe is another, like, another another go around here we go again like that's literally the vibe i get with this it's like because we're reminded of this old thing that we thought we were done with it feels like for me like the the picture in my mind is like when you're at the fair and you're on the ferris wheel and you're like okay i'm like that was nice cool did a little circle but sometimes they just take you around again like they don't stop when you're at the bottom and they'll just like and you're like jesus okay like again (laughs) you know but now you're like well let me notice something new over on that side of the park or whatever like you've got to like find a way to like work with this cycle that you're not off of yet you know like but i think you're positive about it instead of like throwing a hissy fit like i i just do totally it's it's weird it's a weird weird vibe (laughs) that's so funny well the one the one little observation you know when when mercury moves into gemini which i think kind of colors some of this is like um, it it will move into gate 20. So it's like all of a sudden like being in the now and it's like, well, I might have that recovered memory, right? But it's like, but how am I going to handle it in this, truly in this present moment, not worried about the past or the future, but just being like, okay, then what does that mean for me right now? What can I, what can I do with that? Totally. And it could be this older maybe theme or pattern, right? That just mm-hmm. manifests itself in a new way now, yeah. right? So it's still the same like, wound that's triggered or something i don't even mean to call it a wound like it's not even like it doesn't even i don't even think it needs to be a wound it's just well you know the 60 thing thing, it's it's still that it's the limitation it's that gate of limitation Uh, so it's like what is what is that so it doesn't have to be a wound right but it could be just something that's like oh i thought we were moving forward and maybe a block it's a block that's the best word for Mm -hmm. it yeah yeah and it might just about to trans like transpose itself into a new situation in your life you know yeah that's i think the best way i can put it you know? yeah it's sort of like I, I always think of it this way like i don't know why i like th- with addiction which is just like a I, not something i struggle with but like a, like a thing that i have friends who do and so i've like learned a lot about it and like you know if you like are an alcoholic like you'll if you get over that you know that addiction is still like a thing in your brain though like mm-hmm. that that tendency toward it it's a chemical thing and it that addictive tendency then will tr- move to something else like it you know that mm-hmm. it will still be there so it's about working with this thing that's just within you um that you just can you do it in a healthy way now like how can you take that energy and like start working out or start you know like doing something more productive start working like getting like doing something better with that like kind of block the block is probably a good block you know i think the venus and jupiter interplay is a good thing yeah well and and that's one of those things too i think about that gate with you know like being the gate of limitations it's like sometimes we need limitations we need we need some Mm -hmm. sort of structure and stuff to actually like focus our energy and be able to grow correctly you know so it's like it's not all bad it's like structure can be really good it's largely good. The only like almost like I really think that it's largely good. It's a square between the two benefic planets. This is a mm-hmm. good thing. This is really mm-hmm. a good thing. And then um, almost like too much of a good thing, maybe like with that, truly like that can really be a problem. Like that Jupiter, Venus square in general could always bring up like I overspent on something, you know. Well, remember we um, talked about this, like I think it was the 2023 preview. And I was like, yeah, hi, Leo and Taurus. I'm like, these are the luxury oh, yeah. loving signs that are like, let's blow all the money on the fine things because it makes me feel good. It makes me look good. 
Totally, so watch out. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The limitation um, might be your credit card bill or your, your yeah. credit limit. Yeah. And of course, with Pluto moving back into Capricorn, it's like you might have thought like money was good, you know, like, yeah. but now it's back in Capricorn, which is like the structure and the bank. Like, it's like literally that and saving that, like, over spending. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so totally. it could be that. But again, it's sort of like that. Like, oh, this sucks. I overspent. I knew right. better, you know, Ooh. but like, but, but Mercury's got a trine to it. Beautiful. Yeah. And then it moves into the sign it rules, you know, but it's like, I think it's all good. I really do. Yeah. We're in a positive just, space about this older totally. block. Yes. We'll just, we'll just see what transpires. Um, well then, then, okay. So then the last sort of like overarching theme you have is like, the the emotions are surging and we have a we have a new moon that'll be planted in here somewhere um yeah. but yeah then you then it's like okay everything gets watery it does it gets really watery the second half of the month um <laughs> story really, of really my watery. life i know and i don't even mean this necessarily in a bad way like there's mm -hmm. some like there's good and negative things happening here sure. um uh but like i think like the big there's a lot of sextiles and trines which are positive which are all positive to, yep. yeah happening to saturn and pisces um and then there's a lot of like a couple big squares happening to neptune and pisces so like we're gonna get like a good like a good range of water. That's why I'm like emotions are surging and they're like kind of like just like flowing in a lot of directions here. Mm -hmm. Um, the big transits of note in the second half of June that are watery transits are Saturn turning retrograde mm -hmm. at seven degrees of Pisces. Um, that's a significant one because you know Saturn just entered in March 7th, 8th? No, I can't remember the exact day. March 7th, 8th just moved into Pisces and it got all the way to 7 degrees and now it's going to back up all the way to 0 degrees. So everything it's done or brought into your life um, since it moved into Pisces, where it has not been for 30 years, mm -hmm. it's going to reverse course over. It's not that big of a deal, like, in a, in a sense, because Saturn's retrograde for half the year. You know, this is going to be until November. So it's like okay um like half of us are born with saturn retrograde mm -hmm. okay but it's a interesting me. like i think yeah, yeah 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 me too um so i think you know it can be productive it's about i don't know rethinking whatever this has brought into your life all can, we can cycle back to that but so that's happening june 17th then you know the sun enters cancer which is the summer solstice longest mm -hmm. day of the year june 21st so all the you know sun moving into cancer is a very watery feeling but it is mm -hmm. summer like this is where it's a funny water sign moment let me just get through this and then i'll come back to that yeah. like uh then june 26th mercury enters cancer we're really in the cancer zone at that point and then june 30th last day of the month uh neptune turns retrograde at 27 degrees pisces is a big deal i think because like neptune retrograde i always like it like Neptune causes a lot of confusion, delusion, like we're in a fog, we can't see clearly, um, for better or worse. Uh, and it's like when it's moving forward. Um, and now when it reverses course, it feels like the fog lifts, like we actually have like lucidity. So um, it's good, but it's like it's sitting at 27 degrees. That 27 degrees of Pisces place is a lot. Um, May until August, that whole time, Neptune is just there. It's like, I'm not moving. I'm just going to stay because it takes a long time for it to slow down and turn directions and move back or any move forward when it turns directions moving forward. It is sitting there forever. So it's just a um, slow mover period. 
And it's sitting yeah. on where? Where is it sitting? Oh, it's on my son. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. For so like ever. Some, yeah, it's weird. And then it's gonna have to cross over it again. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, ugh, it's a lot. It's a lot until August, just sitting there. Um, and it's also just toward the end of the zodiac too, in general, right? It's like they're collectively, there's just kind of like a vibe going on of like I don't know. I mean, it's gate 36. I it, bring it up all the time. If people have ever suffered through that episode where I have to stop the recording multiple times and cry, you know, over and over and over because it is, it's just, it's the darkening of the light. It's like, it's not all bad. It's, it's beautiful thing. Um, but it's a, it's a murky place that, you know, until you kind of have that rebirth into 25 that crosses over from Pisces to Aries, it's like, it's hard times, girl. It's hard times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's I feel like sad, that's it's sad girl energy. Yeah. Honestly. Although, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but I feel like, yeah, I, I think like the the lucidity is a good thing, though. It's yeah. almost like you're like, yeah. it's not, I don't know. It's like you get a night vision. If it's the darkening of the light, like you're getting yeah. your. Oh, I love that. The dark. You know what I mean? Like, I okay. It's okay. Like it really is. Like I like I like Neptune retrograde. It's like a good yeah. part of the year where we're just a little more clear. When you, and that's what you told me. And side note, it's like have have an astrologer friend like Ryan, where it's like I'm suffering. Please tell me nice things. And and you did. You were like, this retrograde is going to be really good for you because it will give you. It will just kind of help lift lift off a lot of what what what's been. Yeah, what you've been sitting in the middle of, basically, you know, not a, and and that's that's an interesting thing too. You know, it's like why why having astrology readings, why you need to book with Ryan anyway. It's like for somebody like me, it's like most people, many people, will never go through this. Neptune sitting on yeah. their sun, you know, this is this is not a, a a common occurrence, depending on where you know where you're where your own placements are right right most most people probably I'm, will not experience this and it's like i'm getting treated to it like <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm like when does it even get into gemini seriously i was trying to think of this when i was talking right? to you I yeah was like, will i ever if i live a long long long, long time right yeah, yeah it's gonna be like 2062 2063 before it's gonna be in <laughs> <laughs> I'll be lucky if I'm around, <laughs> right? But God. but you know, but but my point is, it's like this is, again. Why why like book with Ryan because he can tell you these things. It's like and and for somebody like me, we were talking about this earlier. I said I know this, like I know this is happening, but I need to hear it from somebody who can like, you know, basically hold my hand through it and and really be like, girl, I know you're going through. You know, you're going through it. You're going through something, and so it's beneficial. Where you're like, it's not just you. It's it is the transits of planets it's you don't have control but you can you can then know how to like um move through that energy basically i think that's totally like a thing with a neptune transit in general like that is such a like uh confusion like happening and for you it's just like a general like existence confusion like like you said you're like you cannot see yourself clearly and i was like wow truer words are never spoken it's really good to get uh, like not too many, I think, opinions, right? Because I can can no. muddy the waters more. But like, absolutely, yeah, like get trusted get opinions, like yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if it's yeah. that darkening of the light. If you're like not seeing clearly in the dark, you need like a helping hand to like walk you through it. So absolutely. like in a haunted house or something, right? I'm so yes, oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So 
Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh goodness. And I hate oh, haunted houses. So there you go. Oh no. Oh, I love them. See, I love them. So you picked the right person to hold your right? hand. Yeah, don't totally. love them. Get me through this, please. Um, but you, like you said, we were gonna go back, but it's like we have we have the Gemini new moon in there, day twelve. Yeah, too. Which. Yeah, not that's watery, but that's one. an interesting vibe that that's yeah. happening. Yeah, 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 that's gonna be um, on my sun at twenty six yeah. degrees, um, basically about twenty seven. Like if you round up, um, and so that'll be a good new moon overall. Um, it's like you're just enthusiastic. I love a Gemini new moon. I'm not gonna lie, and I've been waiting forever for it to be like close to my sun. So I'm so yeah. happy. It's been too long. Um, yeah, it's like I would say like just being like very open minded, like not again using the polar energy, which is Sagittarius and being too like a uh, headset about a certain opinion yeah, or yeah. Th thinking that there's one specific answer. If there's an issue popping up, like mm -hmm. it's a good new moon to just be curious and um, seeing a lot of possibilities and all sorts of things. It's funny that you said being open because it's part of the channel of openness. You have that entire channel. That's that's the thing that mm -hmm. makes you an emotional manifester. In my case, you know, again, this is why you want to know your chart. It's like, I have gate 22. I don't have the 12. I'm going to get a full channel that day. This is a throat gate for everybody, you know, and it's very much again. So we're going two new moons in a row are throat gates about mm -hmm. speaking things out. And 12 is very much about you know, being in the mood. So it's like paying attention to what am I in the mood for at this time? What am I open? What do I want to speak about? And it really is more about what, not what you say, but how you say it. And really like considering the vibration of what you are, you know, emanating out into the world. Like what is my, my sound current, you know, going out and how powerful is that? Oh, so many. Yeah, that's so cool. And, you know, moon mood is moon. So mm -hmm. it's in Gemini, which my mood is I'm feeling experimental. I'm feeling that Gemini, like diverse, like open mm -hmm. to kind of like whatever energy. And I also think like with I think it's interesting that it's like a throat gate and like that you're like saying it's about like, you know, you want to say something, tell your story or whatever, because mm -hmm. I also think the benefit of Gemini is like it's open-minded right but yes what that inherently means not talking as much as Gemini is the talker and can it the there's the listening that's so important in order to even understand the options and like to get to the experience like the information like to the clearest capacity it's like taking time to listen so then when you are yeah. speaking um it's like more in intentional um yeah. you're not just like talking for the sake of talking um you know <laughs> yeah yeah i'm kind of excited for that one just again on a personal level because you know that'll be happening again i keep stressing this this is why you need to book with Ryan. you need to learn your astrology you need to learn your human design it's like that'll be a 10th house new moon for me i'm getting a full channel so it's like the you know 22 the beauty the grace all this stuff and finally making it up to the throat where it can be communicated out to the world so it's it's so cool to know your stuff um, and I don't mean like you got to understand it all, but like to know your own chart and how this stuff impacts you, because you can always harness this and always use it to your own advantage, even if it's just like mentally, you know, where things are at. So I'm like, please, you have to book with Ryan. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I think this will be really cool for you, especially like, I mean, I guess the Neptune, like it's squaring that Neptune that's about mm -hmm. to go red or yeah, go retrograde. So there could be this like idea that you have at the Gemini new moon, right? 
trying to move you forward in some direction and you're like uh like open-minded about it but maybe not still sure of where it's going to go and that lucidity of like it will come as the neptune yeah retrograde kind of clears yeah. its fog like that the fog will clear i think you've got to commit to something here though like with the gemini energy it's like the kind of issue is like the non-committal energy so like its power is in staying open-minded being willing to experiment look at all mm -hmm. possibilities but then eventually, like, again, through, I think, active listening, it's then the, the commitment to something that this is what I will say now and I will stick with that. And its power yeah. is sticky power, but it can't figure out what to stick to until it's stayed open minded about all options first. Yeah, I love that. You know, like putting kids in all all the different activities and it's like then they find their thing that they really want to want to commit to. Yeah. And yeah. I would say like a big part of like what's going to like give you that desire because like it is it's very hard. It's very hard to figure out what you want to commit to like with Gemini. Like it's been a story of my life for sure. <laughs> like I get because I get obsessions at the moment and I think maybe this is something that I'm going to like love forever and then you get over it like real quick. Like I'll have a song obsession that I just play on repeat for like two days and then I'm like, I will never hear that again in my life. Right. Like I just like I just like forever rethink. Like astrology is one of two things in my life that has ever stuck that I'm just like, I could do this forever, you know? Yeah. So like that that it's hard, but I feel like the key in this one is gonna be the fact that it's a, surrounded by all this watery energy. So your feeling is yeah. what matters, the gut, the intuition. Yeah. Cancer, Pisces, those are the two. It's not Scorpio, it's Cancer, Pisces. You're feeling very mm -hmm. inspired and feeling like your intuition's on overdrive. If your your brain might be telling you one thing, I wouldn't really trust that. But I really wouldn't mm -hmm. trust the brain mm -hmm. too much right now. Um, like your mind's moving, but like just focus on the feeling of it in the body, and that will tell you what's the right decision. Your so brain good. can fight it, you know? Yeah. Spoken like a true emotional manifester. It is about the feeling for you, truly, truly. It is. That. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. So good. So good. Yeah. Is that us at the end of our? Yeah, that's it. That's basically it. And I would say, like, I mean, like, yes, it's emotional too. Like, yes, I think more of the emotional stuff is coming from Pisces, though. I think the mm -hmm. Cancer thing is funny, which we can maybe talk about more next month as can Cancer is more of a theme. But yeah. like, I just think it's funny. Like, Cancer always gets such a rap for being like overly sensitive and like emotional. Like, and it is. It's mm -hmm. nostalgic. It's nurturing. It's all these caring, beautiful things. But it's a cardinal sign. It's the start of summer. Yes. You know, it's like. I think I, like I think nostalgia is like one of the biggest things with it because I always think mm -hmm. of it being like high school graduation and you're like last summer with your friends and you're remembering all these good times but you're with people that you enjoy that feel like family like it's a good loving fun energy it's like for me I want to go out I want to spend the time like there's that like I feel so much for these people that I love so I'm taking that action that a cardinal sign will take mm -hmm. to put myself in these spaces that are going to make me feel good let me yeah. like feel taken care of and also care for others like it's yeah. a good feeling energy love it I was going to say in 15 cancer season starts at gate 15 and that is a love of humanity it's love of the people that you're around and surrounding yourself with and it's a love gate. So yeah, it'll be a feel good energy. When we get to July, it'll be we'll have some good stuff to talk about. Yay. Cool. Well, where can everybody find you? What are you doing? 
uh, so much now, so much. Oh my god, I know. Uh, Ryan's. I know, I know. My website always ryansastrology.com. Um, for the first time ever, <laughs> my <laughs> podcast is officially out. Like I can yeah. say it. Like I mean, we've been talking about it. But I think it was like a hypothetical. Yes, yes, <laughs> it was. It was like a hypothetical last month, I think. Uh, but now it's out. Claire annoyance, um, like clairvoyance, but Claire annoyance. Um, and then uh, which get it's on my website. Um, and then my candle line will actually be launching too, which Yay. like is a collaboration with a friend. So I guess like I it's gonna come out bef- like uh, after this episode is out, but it'll be in the okay. first part of um, June. I don't want to like I know the day, but I don't want to like overcommit. I totally. want to talk to the girl about it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's gonna be really cool. Those are gonna sell out like crazy. I guess like just I'll be posting about it though. Yes. She's has like a crazy fan base but they are amazing they're elements um she just we just got all of the photos done and they're freaking beautiful they look so good oh my god and they smell amazing we've literally been working on this for almost an entire year so i'm very excited to have these out the door love 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 well well we will definitely i'll post about it when when they come out and everything but yeah definitely check out claire annoyance because it is like i said i mean and just listen to the episode i was on last night and i just like laughing i love especially for for people that are like yeah the annoying the annoying stuff of spirituality where you know you're gonna you're gonna get an air hole over there with the two of them two manifestors a gemini manifestor and a pisces manifestor it's good it's good stuff yeah i love it (laughs) cool well thank you all for being here of course and enjoying i know people really like this uh, when ryan is joining me for these ones because we get to talk about a lot of stuff and I think make sense of the transit. So, you know, I'll be always the one to get your uh, pen and paper and your calendar out for. So thank you for being here. We'll do it again next month. And until next time, of course, have a beautiful day.